What's up, kids? What's going down? Welcome back to Snackcast. Yeah, man. This is chugging along with the vitamins and minerals. And today we've got (laughs) potassium. And Kevin's going to lead a lot of this one because it turns out it may be personal to him in a way. Might do a little follow up study. Um, So, what do we know about potassium? It's um, it's an element. (laughs) It it is. it is probably the most important electrolyte in the body. Now, it is it is necessary for all kinds of functions. Um, but what we're finding out is, and it's used in conjunction with other electrolytes, right? So, what's the very definition of electrolyte, right? It's electrically charged particle. So, it's absolutely important and necessary for energy. In fact, uh, the uh, sodium potassium pump in the body produces 30% of all energy that you will use. So the sodium potassium pump. So we're able to sodium potassium, so salt and potassium. Yeah. So we produce our own in part. We take or does the pump just move it the around? The pump just moves it around. I okay. think it, you can view it as sodium out, potassium in, sodium out, right? Okay. It's it's that think of a battery, the positive negative electrons and you know, one is is doing one product and another is doing the other. I I think the potassium is really what's storing a lot of the energy in order to get it out of the pump, you need Sodium. Well, the research I did, it's a very volatile. Of all the minerals, it's a volatile one, like violently volatile. You um, said in like explosion, right? It, it, it comes into contact. I believe one of them was simply water with pure potassium, right? Comes in contact with water. It, it literally explodes. So think about that. So one of the functions and one of the primary sources of creating stomach acid is potassium. It's probably the single most important function in creating stomach acid. So you say literally you take potassium, you drop it in water, it explodes. You know where the name came from? No. It's derived from potash. Okay. Which potash is one word, is potash. It's the leftover in the bottom of like... I don't know, welding pots or something. Mm. I don't think it's the weed pot. I think it's the metal pot. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Nothing. Crickets. Nothing. I'm here all night. Okay. <laughs> was that but real? Yeah, but no, pot, pot ash was the where they derived the name from for potassium. Right. Because it reacted similarly, I guess. Wow. You know? So. So, yeah. So. If you're having symptoms of, so this comes back to me. I actually had a little episode over the weekend over my 50th birthday. Hey. Acid reflux, uh, irritated my throat, couldn't swallow my meat, ended up going to the ER, literally had it removed. Uh, yay. Day after my birthday was lots of fun, right? So in looking at this, I was like, it, Scott said, just suggested we look at potassium today, but I was already down this route of going, 
why is acid reflux flaring up again? I stopped taking my Nexium. I've eaten well. I've, I've lowered my alcohol intake. Everything looks normal. And, and I don't believe, I'm not one of these people who believe that just illness sometimes happens. I think that happens occasionally. But I think that our environment, what we do to our body, things like that, yeah. what we're eating, what we're not eating is really what contributes. I would agree in large part. To a you lot know, of There's illness. some genetic Ab- mutations, but. Absolutely. So my deep dive was like, what did I do? Right. What am I doing wrong? Well, to make a long story short, I was researching two medications specifically that I take for my asthma. One is theophylline. The other is albuterol. Guess what they deplete in the body? Any guesses? I know the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. You win a prize. Potassium. They are severe potassium depleting medications. So I'm looking at this and I'm going, this, this unbelievable. So I'm going to actually do a... Hang on, before you move into what you're going to do, let's close that loop that, because I think it's very important that we get acid reflux, Mm -hmm. we treat it with the Nexiums of the world, what do you call them, the PPIs? PPIs, the antacids, any of this other stuff, which causes... They're actually doing the opposite, because what in your research did you find out? Right, 80% of all GERD acid reflux, you you name the whatever title they want to put on it, 80% of all of these cases is actually a symptom of too little stomach acid. Too low. So here's what happens. Let me kind of create this for you. We too low. You eat, yeah, right. You You eat a piece of steak. And it goes into your stomach and your stomach does not have enough acid to digest it. So your stomach starts to do some things. It's pumping, right? It's starting to cringe that I don't have enough acid to dissolve this thing. I've got to, it's trying to gather all the acid in the stomach in order to digest this piece of meat. So when it does that, it squeezes, right? It squeezes. And what happens when you squeeze something? The fluids go and they shoot up the esophagus, right? So you got little trickets of acid, either from coughing or squeezing of the stomach or whatever else, and it goes up. That's why they also say um, uh, hernias, hiatal hernias cause those issues as well, GERD as well, because the stomach's trying to do things. So um, it shoots up the, stu- the, the lining of the esophagus, and the esophagus doesn't have any mucus associated with it, which causes irritation, causes, eventually can cause cancer. So... Anyway, to make a long story short, yeah, um, I'm on this path. So 80% of these people now think they have too much. Think they have too much. They're treating it as if they're treating it as they have too much, and they actually have too little stomach acid. So I'm on a quest. (laughs) Shouldn't have shouldn't have gone down here. I'm going to do like a 30, 60 to 90 day. We'll do follow up. But my first test is number one. Can I can I treat with apple cider vinegar, get my stomach acid up, can I increase my potassium and stay the heck off any kind of antacid or proton pump inhibitor or any of that type of stuff. That's step number one. Step number two is I'm actually going to see if I can come off my asthma medication altogether. But I'm going to, I'm going to, let's fix the problem at hand first. I'm a big, big believer. Let's, let's not introduce too many variables at once. So as you go down that path, um, there was one thing really interesting I found out that potassium, there's stores of it throughout the body, 
one of them is the blood. And it, so it's serum, serum potassium, right? In the blood, it is highly regulated. Too high, too low, you die. Right. Right? So the blood is um, very good at regulating the potassium level. How does it do that? It robs from other stores. When it starts to get too low, it will literally pull potassium out of other places, other places, stomach acid, right. what have you. Yeah. And, you know, theophylline one in particular, theophylline and albuterol both reduce the uptake of potassium in the body. And that was one of the things that going back to. So your reduction, you, you reduced uptake, the blood goes, hey, I need more, pulls it out of the other stores. Yeah. And, and, you know, we go back to, you know, we, we sometimes talk a little bit of religion here, but, you know, the the infinite creator, as I like to call God, is really amazing. And I think that these electrolytes being the very basis of our human existence, like the source of go Google, go Google Go Google uh, potassium ion uh, or potassium ion or yeah, potassium ion batteries, like the breakthroughs that they are beginning to come with potassium in battery usage for automobiles, high powered, high powered uh, battery usage. So like these core minerals, these sodium, magnesium, uh, chloride and potassium, these core electrolytes that are in existence, they are vital to energy function throughout the body. Right. Right. And it goes and, back and to... by the way, they're, they're vital to energy function, what appears to be everywhere. We were given the perfect body and the perfect provisions to care for that body. And you look at the changes. We're talking over hundreds of thousands of years. The changes we have made since, I don't know, the 19, early 1900s have been drastic, whether it's big pharma, big food, processed food. Um, and, and yeah, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Eat like your ancestors, man. I know. You know, I don't I, mean I, from a generation ago, I mean, you know, I, and I look back at medications and from one one medication to solve one problem, asthma medication to solve asthma, you potentially create four, five, six other Would problems. you call it Hydra? Yeah. <laughs> you remember the movie? Uh, what was it? In, uh, it was all the Avenger movies with uh, Right. But he was like in one particular, I think it was Captain America. He said something like, yeah, you cut off my head and there's four grow back. Yeah. You know, and that's what it feels like in the medical industry, right? I mean, the pharmaceutical industry it appears like you solve one problem, you created four others. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, rather than really going, like you said, go back to the source of the problem. So here's just a few of the problems with uh, potassium deficiency. Um, obviously, critical for digestion, hypertension, high blood pressure, obviously. Energy, if you're feeling tired all the time, yep. go look at your potassium levels. I even think that probably that scale, I looked at mine, I'm right at the bottom end of the scale for my blood test for, for potassium. I bet you that scale, especially for me with medicines that take it away, I'm probably not even close to where I need to be middle to upper level of that. Right. 
Aaron. Um, cramping, arrhythmia, twitching, tremors, constipation, vascular calcification, insulin resistance. Diabetics are often very low in, and this is type 1 and type 2, often very low in uh, potassium. Um, and get this statistic, more than 20% of all hospitalized patients have hyperkalemia, potassium deficiency. Ding, ding, ding. Here's your prize. <laughs> yeah, you kind of hit everything on my list. Uh, I had similar things. Um, I'll let you take the next one. The, the uh, fluid retention. Fluid I retention. I did not have so, that one. So, um, like you, you see the people where the ankles Big are kind of swollen, right? right. right? That, that water retention. Yeah, that's uh, often related to potassium deficiency. Oh, the other one is, is, is that potassium and magnesium, they're really trying to figure this out, but potassium and magnesium go hand in hand. If you're extremely low on magnesium, your potassium uptake is going to be bad. If you're extremely low on potassium, your magnesium uptake is going to be bad. Gosh, you talk about a snowball effect. If one or the other goes the wrong direction, and I think that goes back to what you're saying, eat right. You know, take some take some supplements if you have to. Uh, you you take the electrolytes supplements, right? And you yeah. like those? Yeah, there's one I get off Amazon. It's um, I just started. It's mainly because we've been going down this path of vitamins, and I'm like, oh, I should probably supplement. Um, it's uh, I'm trying to think of what I Oxalent, I think is the name. Oxalent. Um, I actually had to buy a different one today because they were out of the Oxalent. So, but it's just it's like a little soluble, soluble effervescent packet. You know, you put it in your water. Mm -hmm. But I do. I start. And it's got my all morning. the key ones, right? It's got potassium. It's got chloride. It's, it's got, got a sodium, lot of them. It's got yeah. It's a, a C D B six B twelve folate. A lot of it. Um, so I, the way I start my day is with a um, MCT oil or butter. You know, some people call them bulletproof coffees, right? But a heavy dose of fat intake right first thing in the morning. And then I follow it with two packets in a liter of water. So a double whammy of vitamins. Because what do we know about a lot of the vitamins? They need to be consumed with fat. Right. In order to store. To, to, to store and be be used so right. that's kind of my plan right now is heavy fat intake first thing in the morning followed by a double dose of vitamin um nice supplements so here's here's the um here's the takeaway um if you're low on energy you got GERD you got acid reflux you got any of the problems that we were talking about the high blood pressure cramps. the cramps any of that stuff I'd go to your 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 naturalist your doctor or whatever I'd pull your blood panels I would specifically look at your minerals um take a look at those if you're anywhere like me that was it it shows a little green box like I'm good right and then I'm going <laughs> I Mm, I'm not thinking I am, you know, yeah. too many of those are, are their guidelines, I believe are extremely inaccurate to begin with. But yeah, I was borderline hyperkalemia, um, on mine. So I, yeah, get that taken a look at. The other thing is we'll follow up 30, 60, 90 days on me. See how you're doing. See how I'm doing. Yeah. All right. 
That was action-packed. That was action-packed. Talk to your doctor. <laughs> Questions, comments, concerns, hit us at snackcast at yes.fit. Take your minerals. See ya. See ya.